Sandcast, of course brought to you by VolleyballMag.com and our favorite volleyball, Wilson. There it is. There it is. We get back. We're using it soon. Yes, finally Stoked. get to use get the to Wilson. Get to take some yeah. out of the trunk, replace them. There's a lot of good news right now, and, and the biggest news is that we have Geeter, the legend, in studio with us. Thanks Welcome. for calling me a legend. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't get lost on me. Well, we don't have many people. It's one of my favorite words, but you don't think of yourself. <laughs> we don't have many people come straight from uh, the Lakers yeah, facility, <laughs> trimmed up and ready. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Do you have makeup on right now, by no, the way? No, by the way, we're not be putting it on in about two hours. <laughs> yeah. um, straight to the sandcast. Ready, but I just love being by the pier. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let us know if it's too breezy. By yeah, the way. I remember uh, uh, Trevor and... Uh, and a little sand crab, a uh, little uh, Taylor got, got cold. They got cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, we, we try to keep it real here. I'm stoked it's a nice here. day. I, I love what you guys are doing, man. It's, it's awesome. Uh, you know, you guys know how much I love volleyball. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're glad, glad we could finally catch you. you I know. Like, your schedule is always so busy. We were just talking about how, like, even though the majority of what you do is with the NBA, but there's NBA is, like, year-round now. There's always something. Yeah. And, and even though the Lakers haven't made the playoffs in six years. <laughs> yeah, really. Which is an insane thing for me to think of as mm-hmm. a guy that grew up here and been a fan for my entire life. Uh, we still talk about it, right? There's draft. There's uh, summer league. There's free agency. Yeah. The Lakers are just always at the top of that 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 news pile. Yeah. So, you know, it's our job to cover it. We cover the Galaxy, too, and I'm not a big soccer guy, but I do appreciate the sport. Right. I've learned how to cover it. And, mm-hmm. um, so we're always busy, but the, but it's nice to get me now because the one thing I always spin, and my wife loves it, too, when when the Lakers don't make the playoffs, my, my offseason becomes April 12th to the end of September. Mm-hmm. So when we're in our offseason, you know, you're working a few days a week, you're taping shows early, I'm home for dinners. It's a big difference. Yeah. So I've learned how to spin not being in the playoffs. Right. You know right. what I mean? Not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get to be a little more uh, free during volley season. Yeah, you know, for me, like, you know, my oldest daughter, Millie, loves it now. So she's playing indoor and she loves the beach. Seems like there's a beach tournament every single weekend. Mm-hmm. So she follows AVP. She follows all you guys, like, through my Instagram and <laughs> on the computer. She's watching the, the McKibben YouTube drops on Wednesdays. Like, it's nice. so she wants to go. She has the whole AVP schedule. Nice. She knows every tour, P1440, FIBB. So it's, it's funny for, for us and for me now. Like, she loves to go. So yeah. it keeps me in it. Yeah. You know does, she, I mean? does she know like how big of a like a person you were in the volleyball world for so that's, long? That's a good question. Um, she she, you know, she wants me to announce again. Really? She's bummed that I'm not the MC anymore. And she I remember? kind of tried to have a conversation like, yeah, but Daddy's. But the Lakers now it looks pretty good. <laughs> the Los Angeles <laughs> Lakers, <laughs> which they don't ever want me to lose that job. But right. um, <laughs> but she misses me being up there. I think she has some definitely some memories of it. She mm-hmm. was really young. Luca wouldn't remember it all. You know, Luca's only eight. Um, and man, I've been removed now for for a long time. It's strange. But you know where they remember because Leonard had the FIVB event, right? The yeah. Long Beach event, and I did that for four years. So they saw it, but they only see it once a year. But I think, I think she, I think they know. Um, you know, you live in this town; people always want to talk to you. Yeah, Lakers or beach volleyball. So right. I, I don't know if she'll ever know to you know what I did or because right. I wasn't. You know, my name's not on the pier or anything. Right. But, you know, there's always there's always stories, right? That might be. A I think I get better. Yeah. I think <laughs> I get better the farther <laughs> I'm removed from it. People, right. you yeah. know, they say gr- the nicest things to me. Mm-hmm. I always said the Long Beach event for me was so great for my ego. It was such a rad stroke job. Because I would go, and, and people would tell me that they missed me, and, mm-hmm. and oh my God, it was so fun, and, yeah. and, and it was great. So it was like, that made me feel good. Yeah, you know, totally. I always prided myself on the connection with players and fans, and I, that might sound cliche, people, but it really is true for me. Like, I played the game, so when I first started, my friends were playing on the AVP Tour, and as that grew, I became friends with the new players, and yeah, I, right. I coached, for a long time. So, right. like, I knew people that played, were now playing, and I just became, you know, I ended up becoming a fan, but you'd go to city to city and you would recognize people. And I've had long, lifelong friendships from right. it, too. And so, for me, I, I will always tell everyone the announcing Pro Beach Volleyball and the AVP and going to Beijing, the Olympics, like, I would not trade that for anything. People might be surprised mm-hmm. at that because my new job is, is it's, it's high profile, it's, it's awesome, and it's, 
the, the franchise that I've loved forever and, and I appreciate the job that I have, but I wouldn't trade what I have at the AVP for, for any of it, to yeah. be honest with you. I'm sure it was probably a, a bit of a... Sh- well, maybe, I don't know, like any shift in style for going from AVP to the Lakers? Cause yeah, I, for it, sure. Like a little bit more for kind sure. of professional and, it, and like... <laughs> it's funny you ask that because you know where I think I struggled in the transition was not so much with hosting. It was more when I was first getting into the business... And you got to remember, I'm getting into the business and I'm at the height of my AVP career. I'm going. Right. And now I'm becoming a sideline reporter for Laker games and USC football games and all the Pac-12 and Dodgers and Angels. And I would talk really fast. Yeah. And I'd have this high energy. And I'm trying to get a minute story in 20 (laughs) seconds. I didn't know any different. And I had a great mentor, Lou Riggs, Mm -hmm. who has passed away. But he worked with Chris Marlowe, Paul Sunderland. Heather, uh, Heather Cox, he's worked with so many, Holly McPeak, Dane, all of us went to him. Uh-huh. And uh, and he, he ran a broadcasting class out of Santa Monica. That, that's how I actually got in. At about 27 years old, I went to his class. And he mm. took me under his wing, and, and he did a lot of UCLA events. But yeah. when I was then later in my career with Fox, I went and worked with him privately. And he was like, you, you need to get out of your MC beach volleyball mode when you're doing a sideline hit. Yeah. You're trying to get a minute story into 20 seconds cut out this this and this so I did have to have that hosting I actually think helped me I think AVP helped me a bit because of all that banter right and all the stuff we used to do Crocs Lounge Big Show yeah I had no schooling for that right. I, I just learned on the go and it transferred over and I think helped me right as a host because now you become a host you're in a studio there's a teleprompter there's writing that goes into it all that I had confidence that I could learn to do that right yeah. I bet on myself that I have that other stuff yeah, yeah, because yeah. of what I, you know what I mean? I could talk to you. I can go off the cuff. Mm-hmm. I can listen to what you're telling me and I'll go to you with a question. You totally. know what I mean? Like I learned how to do that from the AVP. So for the hosting part, I think it helped me, but it was a huge challenge. Play by play, football, basketball. Play it was a huge challenge tough. for me to like go from MC to that and learn how to balance. So totally. I think I answered the question. Yeah, I feel yeah, like it, the, the autonomy shift too, because like, yeah. like you really don't have, because there's really no precedent for what you were doing with no. the AVP, and you were just like no. falling out and doing what you needed. Right. And then you're yeah. like going host, like you, there is kind of a box that you sort of have to stay in a little bit. I, I always appreciate, and I've said this when I've talked to college students, when I'm focusing on my TV career, people that have helped you along the way. And people that believed in you along the way. Yeah. Because when you have that confidence and someone's allowing you to do something, you can find your way through it and end up being great at it. It's the same thing with the AVP. I had people and bosses that believed in me and, and let me go outside the box, created shows. Uh, there's a lot of people that helped me deliver that. Like Sam Lagana and Jim Rico. Jim Rico's a huge, huge um, a mentor to me. Like Sam and Jim were the announcers for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both great at what they do. Sam and Jim, the year I came in, they just needed someone to help. And I went with Jim to like seven events and he helped me and I watched him and, you know, Sam was my college announcer. So like I picked up certain things, but then both their wives had babies and things changed and new ownership. Next thing you know, I'm doing events by myself and times change. And I just started as I would go, I would do long intros. I started, I remember the first time I went down to the sand to do an intro. I remember why we did it. We were at a bar in Louisville. It was an 18 tournament, and Dax and Raji were playing Witty and Canyon. And I was, <laughs> I mean, I was sucking beers down like crazy, <laughs> raging. And I'm like, they're like, go down. And I just went down and started, because like my whole thing is I'd go down, break dance, and then, but I just went down and I was just doing these intros and I was screaming in Witty's face. <laughs> screaming in his face, yeah. like at a bar, in the middle right. of a, a bar, Luba. And, and then it was like, Dude, you're doing that every time. Right. So then it just became like, I go down to the sand. Yeah. And I do my thing. And then it was like one year, you know, the Echo Entertainment guys, like Hugh Arian and all those guys, not sure if you know them, they were the TV guys back then. They did it for Fox. Next thing you know, I'm coming in on a zip line at the Manhattan Open. Like, no way. Dude, I had to learn how to do with a stunt. And I flew <laughs> Jose's in the final with Emmanuel against Witty and Canyon, and I come down in a zip line onto the court. Yeah, wow. like we were doing stuff like that, like in Muskegon. <laughs> in, the, in, in, in Muskegon, I'm, I'm just riding on the back of a Harley going what? 80 miles an hour, and then we go into the, the center court. Like, I'm going down the freeway, and no then they way. take me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
80 and I'm just I'm never been on Harley before I'm, like, <laughs> I'm losing my shit right I'll never lose this big lady Harley lady and she just says to me it's a big never, lady she was a lady as a woman she, she was she was like on the Harley and she had her dude Harley hold guys on, baby. and she goes no she said hold on to these handlebars <laughs> so I just grabbed I mean I know yeah, listen I'm not trying to get in the ball or anything but I got dead I'm not because I had to or else I was dead and they were flying down in a dude I'll never forget they were in a rental car just cameras just and I was like <laughs> that was part of the TV intro. No way. Dude, I swear to God. So, like, stuff just, like... And then it was, like, my buddy Mark Worschel, who worked with the AVP for years, like, and Mark Walton, who worked with Fox. Like, we had the big show. And right. Tom and Steve Simpson, who ran Fox, were like... Fox Sports are like, you should host the big show. So I'm hosting it with no... Dude, that's no so schooling. Cool. Yeah. So we're doing... I'm going with Lambo and Snyder like and Sean back. Scott. I'm going on hikes to all the... The, in Hawaii, you know, uh-huh. I mean, we're doing all kinds of and stuff. And they were just filming it like Dude, a little yeah, show. Barbecues, Santa oh, Surf let's Days. Bring that back. It was called Dig. It ran for six years. I don't know if you guys have ever even saw it. It was it played I don't back. Know if I saw that. I've, I've seen some, nominated I've for seen local some old sports Emmys. You guys it, should yeah. check. You can go on YouTube totally. and watch Dig Show. 04 to like 09. And it's legit stuff. We got we were nominated for local Emmy five times. I'm 0 and 5. <laughs> we didn't win. That's right. Some guy in Houston or whoever votes didn't. Understand what beach volleyball was. We would lose to like Angels pregame, Lakers pregame. Yeah. So, uh, but man, we took a lot of pride in it. So, like those kind of things helped me. Yeah. You know. That's kind of stuff we're like throwing around, trying to figure out how can we jump in. Obviously, we don't have the the funding of a tour or a fox, but but just creating stuff like that. Yeah. And and you know what I you know listen, guys like Billy Berger who were there for two years and mm-hmm. that's when we were doing that stuff and then Leonard came in and Leonard basically said go for like do this do whatever you want and hired people to, you know what I mean yeah. like brought Mark on full time and just go Yeah. so like I had people that believed in what we were doing but you know it's funny you know you. Do, everyone always kind of says like oh you have to create something new and you have to be you know are you the idea guy but like go back and look at stuff of what we did and you can take certain things and be like yeah. we can do that but now we'll add that. You, you know what right. I mean it's like so I'm always like god I wish I wish we were that kind of sport where people knew what we did and you yeah. know and the stuff we did some unbelievable things and yeah. exhibitions and, and then the TV side of things we were pretty cutting edge at the time and like mm-hmm. innovative stuff like you think about Amazon what, what you guys are doing on Prime now the AVP is so awesome like yeah. I watch it I love it when you guys are on the road and it's Mark and I talk about back in like 09 we were doing we were streaming Mm -hmm. we were streaming in Boston and all these places streaming and I would have a microphone on and I'm doing play by play for our stream and announcing to the house it was like we were doing stuff that like and and some people were like I'll never forget a guy writing an email to the AVP and he was like it's too much. Like, you're, this guy must be full of himself. Like, he's, he's all we get. He's announcing it. He's doing TV. And it's funny. So they forwarded me the email. And, and, and I wrote the guy back. I'm like, hey, just to be honest with you, like, I appreciate what you're saying. I'm not that kind of guy. So trust me, it's not just about right. me. But we're just trying new things. And we're trying to see what connects. Because in our mind, Mark and I, we would always say, when you're at an AVP event, it's like being at a hockey game. Yeah. Live, it's insane. Beach volleyball finals right. on a Sunday it, it, it's the level, yep. the crowd. If you get, I always said, if you get a good match yeah. with good weather in a good crowd, it's a hammer. Right. I, I, I'll put it up against anything. Totally. It kind of need you need that perfect storm, right? Right, right, right. It can even be crappy weather. Mm-hmm. But but on those days that are glorious, and you guys know the ones I'm talking about. Yeah. Right? Sunday AVP, crowd. Think think Rosie, Trevor, Taylor, Jake, two yeah. years ago. I'm in Hawaii yep. watching that. I was actually in Hawaii. Yep. And visually, it was incredible. Right. It was a beautiful day, packed house, unbelievable match. Right. Like, that's what I used to pray for yep. as an announcer. So we always felt if we could somehow bring that vibe to the TV audience. So that was kind of the whole thing about miking me up as I'm doing the house to right, also right, be right. a play-by-play. So, you yeah. know, we were trying different things and, and uh, you know, some things fail and some things work and mm-hmm. everything costs money. And yeah, totally. at the end of the day, what gets cut? The stuff we love. <laughs> right? Like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, kind of taking that all over the place. But it is fun to see where it's gone and what you guys are trying to do. Yeah. And, you know, like I always use McKibben's example and I talk to them. I'm like, dude, what you guys are doing is, is amazing. Now you're taking advantage of, of, of the media that we have now. And you guys are as well. It's right. a rad little studio. It's yeah. like, do it mm-hmm. and keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So. Don't hit that skip button, y'all. We'll be right back here after a word from our sponsors who keep the show going. And first off, since it's AVP season, we're going to lead off with our guys from Wilson 
Everybody knows who makes the best beach volleyball in the game. That is Wilson Volleyball. So since we're in the middle of AVP season, it's time to head over to wilsonvolleyball.com, and you can use our discount code WILSONSAND to get 20% off. So sometimes when you need a rack of 10 volleyballs, that can add up quick. Take 20% off with Wilson Sand to play the best volleyball in the game. Also brought to you by our guys at Firefly Recovery. Recovery is becoming a, a much bigger thing in the sport of beach volleyball and in just science in general. And our guys at Firefly have it down. For those of you who work in an office job or just do a lot of traveling, that's the best part of Firefly because you can use it as you're sitting down, whether it be in an office, whether it be in a car, whether you're, if you're stuck on the 405 in that gnarly traffic or in Austin as I was recently down there, they got some bad traffic there. So just strap on one of those Fireflies and it will help you recover by stimulating the blood flow in whatever area you need to have recovered. It's awesome. I use it all the time, especially on the overseas flights, either for snow volleyball, for Norsecas or whatever. It keeps my knees and legs feeling great, so I'm sure it'll do the same for you. So check out fireflyrecovery.com to learn how you can recover at home, in the office, wherever you need it. Now that we have some prize money on the AVP tour, people making some money, they should learn what to do with that money, and you can find that at Pacific Coast Wealth Management. They're big helpers for the Laguna Beach Open, which is annually the best CBVA out there, and they can help you figure out your finances with smart planning, whatever you need in terms of finances, Pacific Coast Wealth Management has you. Now, for our Pacific Coast Wealth Management-sponsored Olympic rankings, uh, we have Triborn and Trevor Crab are our number one ranked USA team in the race for Tokyo 2020, followed by Billy Kalinske and Miles Evans and Theo Bruner and Reed Pretty. On the women's side, our, we have a lot. We have, have a stacked lineup up there. Number two in the world for the race of 2020 is Alex Kleiman and April Ross, who recently won a four-star in Itapema, Brazil. So congratulations to them. Number three overall and number two for the U.S. is Kerry Walsh Jennings and Brooke Sweat, closely followed by Emily Day and Betsy Flint, Kelly Larson, Emily Stockman, Sarah Hughes, and Summer Ross. The U.S. is loaded on the international scene for the women. So that is our Pacific Coast Wealth Management Olympic race update of the day of the podcast. So we will now get back to our show. Enjoy. And as always, if you enjoy the show, give us a review on iTunes, on Podbean, wherever you listen to this podcast. It helps us a ton, and we just appreciate you guys listening. Yeah. I, part of me is like, if we don't do it, then no one will kind yeah. of right now. You know, Right now, totally. When you first come out as a player or whatever, you're like, all right, like yeah. all this stuff's going to be set up and, and going. But the reality is like, I mean, yeah, at some points, like you said, when, when the tour was hot, there was a lot of that kind of stuff going yeah. on for the players. But right now in this transition period, and I think AVP, from what I hear, is, you know, they added Amazon. They're, they have <laughs> they're more of a content budget this that. year. Yeah, they're making strides. So it's coming, but but it's important for us as players, just don't wait around for it. Go create stuff on your own. And you know what? It, it's funny. We were talking about this, just so you all people know, that we were talking about this before we came on air, but how the game has evolved. And there's always going to be the glory years versus now. And you see it in the NBA. Jordan versus LeBron. Where right. is Kobe yeah. fan? What about Kareem? And it's, it's, it, it's interesting to me as a guy that's loved volleyball forever. It's okay to have glory years. And then we got it back in the early 2000s. Right. And you know what? When I go to the Manhattan Open now and I go to the Hermosa Open, it's back in my opinion. Yeah. So, like, it, it's all, it, it keeps going. But the game, the game is as good as it's, 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 oh, yeah. it's evolved, man. It's incredible. Yeah. So, like, I, as a fan, it's not, I mean, yeah, there were phenomenal personalities back in the 80s and the 90s. You can't make up Hov Dodd versus right. Sinjin and Stokey. You can't make up North Bay versus South Bay in the rivalry. But you know what? There are other rivalries now, and there are, personalities now yes. it's just you got to see them right and you got to see them week in and week it's and we got to put them out there too you that, put that, them that's out the there. big thing is they're there being willing to be yeah authentic and and putting ourselves out there uh, i think a lot of people like like we keep hearing the whole oh you guys got to be like those no, old school guys you, like no we just got to let you see us you know yeah. who we really are listen i've always told people if you're a fan of beach volleyball and haven't been to manhattan or hermosa we used to call it the the Saturday afternoon game, I'm not sure what it is now, Saturday evening, those loser bracket games from 9th to 7th mm -hmm. on the outside courts at about 4.30, 5 o'clock. You've all been in them. Best time of the day. The best, that is beach volleyball. And it's, it's still hour. there. I remember Furby Casey versus Jake and Rosie. And I will never forget that match because I was done. And I remember being up on top of the beach house in Hermosa, mm -hmm. looking down on the Raiders and everybody else. Yeah. And I'm like, 
this is as good as beach volleyball's ever been. And every time I go now and watch those games, it still is. Those yeah. outside court games. People are you, sitting on the hillside. So, like, oh. it's there. Yeah. And it, it is hard to translate totally. that to the guy in wherever watching. Yeah. It's hard. But yeah. all you can do is your best and stream it and see. And that's where I think the AVP is going now. Like, I love the fact that you can, that I can tune in. I'll be able to tune in when you're in Austin. Yeah. It, you know, my daughter, will, literally Millie, my daughter will be up watching when I get up. Like, she knows where That's awesome. Love yeah. It. That's cool. Yeah. I always tell Barney that. I'll tell Barney yeah, that. Like, yeah. I, I can text Barney and Lamborn when they're on and be like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's cool yeah. to me. Totally. You know. Yeah. I love it. I mean, FIVB needs to catch up. That's what it is. It's interesting For me. they haven't because remember they kind of, when we were hot and then maybe not as hot, they were like, totally. everything was the other way. But now I'm like, why can't I find anything? You, I, 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 it's like it's almost like they got status quo. Yeah. And didn't, I was just totally looking for right? a stream from uh, China Four Star, and yeah. they only have they're only doing the gold medal matches. I was like, Dude, I, why? It's not. It's yeah, so, that's like, a trip. You can set up this little camera, which is eight hundred bucks, yeah. and just press play and just leave it and leave it. That's it. Just leave it at the court. By the way, okay. we'll watch. It's easy. <laughs> right. we'll watch. Doesn't yeah, cost yeah. anything. Yeah, exactly. It, it's yeah. That's that's always been. Um, Listen, it's well documented what's, what, what frustrates all of us in the beach volleyball world. Right. There's the politics that go into it, the rise yeah. and the fall of the sport all the time, the different ownerships. The, you know, you can play on this, you can't play on that. We can, we can talk about that all day, but it's, it's already been talked about. Yeah, exactly. What, you know, what's, what's frustrating is that we know what this sport is about. We, we believe in it. We love it. Mm-hmm. And, like, just getting that out there, and that's what I think is great for social media, right? Yeah. Like, that's where, like, I learned more about those four-star events following the boys, and the right. gals, like, like I'm watching yeah. them on Instagram. Yeah. Like, thank God they're good at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you get to see pieces and yeah. you know, people's stories, and that's just the way it's going. Totally. Yeah, like, I wouldn't have known that, well, congrats, by the way, on a gold medal. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Come back from, for which sure. was rad, by the from way. From Um But, yeah, like, I wouldn't it. have yeah. known unless, like, you put up something. Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, Nicolette which, by does the way, a good job, yeah. but. And, I, by the way, I'm so glad you're back. I mean, you and I spent some time together during. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your time where you weren't playing. You came and visited the studio. Yeah. We talked a lot. Thank you for that, by the way. Absolutely. That was right. Um, I loved how you stayed in the game. I thought that was genius Mm -hmm. of you. And you believed, whether people believed that you could come back or not, you believed you would. Yeah. And I'm sure there were moments where you doubt that. But to come back now and you're playing with your boy, it's fun. Like, you and Trevor are good together. It's fun. Yeah. And, like, there's personalities right there, right? Oh, yeah. and, And, like... So it's like, I don't know, for me, like, I just, even just being down to North Seikos to watch you guys the other day, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. I just was happy for you. Yeah. Man, so I appreciate it's, it. It's, it's, it's cool. I got that idea from, uh, well, I mean, when I was playing, I was always like, oh, I got to work on this other mental, you know, this, this yeah. other side of it, uh, learning the game more, being more of a student of it. And then when I was out, I was like, well, it's the only thing I can work on now. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I also want to stay relevant. I actually read a Conor McGregor book. Yeah. And they said, like, the, the biggest thing he did when he was out with his ACL, he just stayed right in front of the camera, right. Boom, He boom, was boom. in, yeah, talking, just, like, he never left, you never know? Never left. And then that keeps you mentally in it. So, yeah. like, when I came back, I was like, I never left. Never left. I'm still here. And I watched everyone play, so now I just got to get the physical back. Exactly. Um, By the way... You watched more than you ever watched. Exactly. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, honestly. No. Oh, 100%. I mean, listen, I'm not a guy who watches. You were I, I leave. to play with a guy like Johnny Hyden, who's oh, yeah. 100%. freaking a year younger than me and sides out like a god. Like, the fact that you got to be under him coming up. Yeah. You just, it, there's no substitute for that experience that you yep. learn playing with a guy like Johnny. But taking that a next step, like, I remember Kobe would tell young guys that would listen or wanted his advice watch video. Like watch, like break it, really break it down. Yeah, right. And and you were all of a sudden you're like, what do I have? But that so right. now you learn. It's like Raji had a book on everybody back in the day. Yeah. Witty had his mental book on everybody. Like Cart, they, yeah. that's the bet the great ones do. Mm-hmm. And you learn that. Yeah. But when you're 22, sometimes you're like, what? Yeah, you know, <laughs> right. You play and then you're like, side out. I don't care. Just tell me who to play against. <laughs> I'm not gonna like yeah. spend the rest of my yeah. day here watching. What do you mean eat right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why would I? I don't need to. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever get out and play anymore? Uh, I love playing. Yeah. Um, I would say I play more now than, than ever, but, my, dude, my doubles game has just always been soft and not good. <laughs> it's okay, <laughs> but it's weird how at 47 now, like, 
my I, I, I gotta work on it because I play in some father daughters and some of the dudes I'm losing to some of these I, I can't even and I know Millie's on the youngest side and we're playing but I'm looking at some goofs across the net and, and, and I gotta I gotta pick up my game <laughs> what I love to play is four man because I can set all day long and or I can play that back row role and right. I can do that till I'm 80 and I'm going to right. so but the, when I actually then have to get into like a doubles game I'm like oh I got I don't have that at all. <laughs> my shoulder's here. What's happening? Uh, um, like, can we lower the net? So anyway, um, but I love playing. We have a great crew that plays. And, uh, you know, it's different crews, but it's sometimes, you know, we have a core, but other yeah. people. But, um, and that's what I love. I've always loved that, like, NBA guys, hockey guys that live in this town, like, yeah. <clears throat> they're drawn to beach volleyball. Right. Even Clay said the other day when he talked about jumping in the Pacific Ocean, that's why he got hot. He gave the Pacific Ocean the, the credit. He was having a rough series. I don't know if you guys saw it. Right, that. yeah. It's pretty amazing. He's like, no, I went to go play volleyball, uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, really? Blah. And then yeah, I, I didn't in, hear that. And then I jumped in the ocean, and, and you know, Paulo's cured. And then Steph's like, Pacific Ocean. And so they asked Steph about it. He's like, Pacific Ocean's undefeated. So people around the country and around the NBA were kind of heckling Steph, right. Clay. Well, about, Clay, I mean, Steph's like always playing way, volleyball. Yeah, 100%. Always. So like... So it was funny. I went on air and we showed that quote and I was like, by the way, for all of you that don't live here, that, that's not a joke. The Pacific Ocean wins. Like, do it. Oh, yeah. Fly here, get in that water and tell me what happens to your soul when you do. Yeah. Clay's right. He's yeah. like, I'm jumping in the water and I'm going to come out fire tonight. So <laughs> it was just kind of funny. But to answer your point, like, I love that the, that community embraces beach volleyball and I think it's helped me start to play again because that's when I started up again like there was years where it's funny you go you're so into work mode and you're just not playing anymore yeah yeah. and then you get to the other side where you still want to compete and by the way we have the greatest tournaments in the world here for that Solstice Six Man Barry Bob Sea Wright Cinco de Mayo like Memorial Labor Day Calcutta dude you guys find out one day these are the greatest events in the world dude Calcutta's yeah. bonkers. <laughs> Thousands, dude. You know, yeah. so it's like, you know, like I was almost in the money for the first time last year, up 11 8. To get that's, to the a lot, that's a lot I'm of money. That's a lot of money. Prosser still, got it. still Dude, playing. By the way, he ended up winning it. He, he ended up beat Scotty Lane in the semis and then beat Johnny Hack in the final. And let me tell you, Pross was balling and it was good to see. And I was in the quarterfinals. Luke and I had a good team at the, at the, at the uh, Solstice. Yeah. You know, CB's event, all those guys, mm-hmm. Louie, Drew Liner. And, uh, and, um, and, and dude, we were rolling and like, God, I guess they all tell me now they're like, oh shit, dude. They're like, what are we going to do? Gator ain't going to be emceeing this because he's in the, he's got me. <laughs> but by the way, all of a sudden we're in the bracket and guess who we got? We got Fenoid. You heard about the rebirth of Eric Fenoid. Right. You saw it. Yeah. What was that? Hermosa? Yeah. Got a ninth? He came back. Fenoid hadn't done anything. Barry never wanted to play. Couldn't lift his wing. He's just playing on doubles with like Danny O. And, and next thing you know, he, he smashed us. He went he good fenoid. side, up 6-0 jumpies. We didn't even know what to do. Carving it to the D, the C, in front of like, Wow. Dude, going little hands on Luke and like... <laughs> I, I mean, I was like, and then he went on to win the solstice. So like, but those tournaments are so fun now. Yeah. So I got Fenoid and Prosser. I was this close. I was this close. <laughs> well, like Prosser, like you play, there's a two like pretty good main draw guys. Like Fenoid is obviously a legend, but Prosser made Manhattan last year. <laughs> when I first came out, Pro, yeah, Prosser was dude, like Prosser was making just coming finals? off finals. Yeah, yeah he also yeah, making all the finals. Prosser is a good dude. Been yeah. a lot physically, health-wise as well, battled back. I mean, Prosser yeah. Prosser's the man. Yeah, and he's just like a great dude. Dope dude. Right? Like, he's as good as they totally. come. Prosser's one of the best guys out there. Yeah, for sure. And that, and that's what I've always tried to like. I think my message used to be whenever I would get interviewed, you know, I feel like all my years it would always be like I'd go to a certain city and it'd be like, "We're gonna interview you. You're the you're the announcer guy, right?" So yeah. like, you know, you go to Delray, Florida. And, yeah. But I would always my message would always be because I believed it was like this job's incredible. I'm like hanging out with. DJ Roche is my boy, right. and I'm watching my friends play volleyball. But I said, but what you might not know if you haven't been to an event, like these are unbelievable people. Like, right. The tour is pretty unbelievable when you think of, you know, 1 through 32. We've been more than that because I know it goes more than that. But like it, 1 through 64, if there's 32 teams back in the day, it's like there's some damn good people out there with damn good stories yeah. and that do it right. Yeah. And, and for me, that's – I know that doesn't make money. Yeah. I know that doesn't sell. But at the core, it does right. for us, right? Totally. That's what we believe in, right? Yeah, I think that's important for, for us to know. Like, players and people within the volleyball community, I think sometimes we give ourselves too much shit for, like, oh, well, we're not NBA, we're just a yeah. lower-level sport, all this stuff. But there's a lot of things that we 
that we don't realize we we glorify those other sports and and the athletes without really knowing who they are and being able to compare it on a deeper level which is something that only you have that perspective great point by you that's a really really good point it's a it's a smart point um so many times we judge on the financials right. of everything yeah. and mm-hmm. the glory and the TV of things, but there's so much more to that. And it's interesting how many pro athletes from other sports watch beach volleyball and like beach volleyball. I mean, go to the Olympics and it's insane. That's how I met Kobe and those guys back in 08 before I was really the Laker guy. Mm-hmm. They came to watch yeah. Misty. Misty and Carrie, yep. Yeah. Nicole, EY, Phil, Todd, Jake, Rosie. Like they came to those games. Yeah. They came to watch them. Jason Kidd was like, dude, in his I mean, own, right? Carey were, dude, they were, they were global. They are, but totally. like, and I mean, next level. Totally. Like as much as I, I saw it with my own eyes, and it was a trip, and it was awesome. Yeah. I'll never forget when Carey first won the gold in Athens. They were in Chicago. We were in Chicago the next week, and we went out to dinner. My wife, we weren't married at the time. Group of us after the tournament. And we were walking down the street in Chicago, and it was a week after them, and people were freaking point. I was walking probably 20 feet behind her. People were, like, people were then running out. The restaurant gave her a standing ovation. Like, it was the first time I was like, I feel like I'm walking with Jordan in Chicago. It's not an right? Like, people were flying out of bars and stuff. They would see him up the way. Yeah, it was crazy. That's awesome. So it was fun to be a part of that. Yeah, for and, sure. And, and to see that and, and just... Uh, and it was like, it's your friend first. You yeah, know? yeah, friends and... Uh, it's so funny. I don't know if you ever heard us tell this story, but Todd Rogers always laughs at this, and so does Phil. You'll have to ask him. Beijing was an emotional thing for me. I always wanted to be at the Olympics. And when you're a kid, you think you're going to play in them. So I finally get to announce it. Yeah. And um, I'm doing the, I'm doing the, uh, the women's final. I mean, it's in front of 20,000 people. I'm doing all 21 days. I'm away from my daughter for the first time. Right. My wife, Millie, was a year and a half at the time. And not, no, she's not even a year old, seven months, where wow. when Skype was first on, you know, yeah. FaceTiming. Um, and, uh, and I'll never forget Phil and Todd win. And it's the ceremony's over, and the stadium's like empty. And those guys were out taking pictures, and they're like walking back, and I have like a video camera. I was, I was doing it for the dig show. Like, Mark had given me a key. He's like, just take a lot of video. And, we'll right. and I was like sobbing. I was just so drained. Mm-hmm. I was proud. Yep. I was happy for them. They were my fr- and they looked at me and t- they were good. Talk goes, are you crying? <laughs> you gotta ask Phil. They were dying right. I'm like, yeah, I don't even know what's happening. And I'm just sobbing. Man. It was amazing. And then later that night, uh, I went on the Today Show with them, and, and I, I I got to introduce them on the Today Show. No and way. gave Phil and Todd the full AVP intro. Oh, that's great. It. And then at commercial, the, the lady was like, the producer comes out, and she's like. They want to know if you can stay and do the whole three hours. So I stayed at the Today Show and did the whole three hours. Oh, yeah. It's a long day. So it was cool. Yeah, it was, it was at night because I had to film it at night. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. it was the time to, but, but it was just so funny how that just, I just was emotional. Mm-hmm. Dude, your, um, your intros are like the, the, the big thing I feel like in yeah. your career that's like made people really gravitate towards you. And like for me, and when I've always been looking at it, and I remember, remember talking to Johnny Hyden about it too. Yeah. Like, when he was like reminiscing, like, oh, back when Geeter was here, yeah. the intros like really hit home with you. And that's what I thought was really cool is that you knew the players on such a deep level yeah. and you knew how to connect with the fans. So you're like, fans, I need you to understand who this person who is, this what you're is. about to watch. Yeah. And you were like screaming at them and also talking to the players. Like, uh, I didn't always love the one where, where it was Sean, uh, Sean Scott, John Hyden versus yeah. Phil and Todd. Yeah. And you said, you you know, introduced John, like, talked about his daughter's family, like, all this yeah. stuff, like, the personal yeah. stuff, got him super fired. And then you went over to Todd and Philly, like, you guys are the number one team in the world. Now act like it. <laughs> I did do that. Because <laughs> they were just kind of trudging through the yeah. tournament. Act like it. Yeah. <laughs> and just totally called them out on it. Oh my god, you got me so fired up right now, dude. I'm jacked. <laughs> um, a little warm in our dude, studio, it's not, Am I sweating because you're pumping me up? Or is it, uh, dude, it was. It's so funny you bring that up. I really feel like if you had to, like, if you really broke it down, like 30 for 30 style, yeah. um, are the intros what ended up getting me my career? I, I don't know. Like, what's. I, I don't know. I, like I said, I went down to the sand for the first time in Louisville. But when I was first doing intros, 
1998 and 1999, I yeah. didn't know what I was doing. Like, Jim Arico gave me the microphone the very first time. I went to talk in Tucson, Arizona, my first ever tournament. Yeah. I threw it back in his face. I panicked. <laughs> totally. So scary. See what I changed here? When in doubt, don't panic. You just changed that earlier. I panicked. Fast forward an hour. I'm starting to get my groove back. Yeah. And, and I'm learning how to do it. I, I just would just start giving... I would just start talking. Mm-hmm. So I, my intro started to evolve, like... And then it became part of the show. And now I'm on the sand. I'm getting people going. And then I'm just learning more. So I would just try yeah. to get you. How do I get you? Right. How do I get you? Yeah. Because that's the, what people and, want. They want the and, truth, right? Yeah. They want and that real stuff. And then the women, stuff. too, were like, Gator, you got to give us that same love when they joined. Right. So I was like, I had to learn, you know, what gets them going. Yeah. And I wanted, I was always like, I want to give them as much love as I give the guys. I just know them. They're right. my friends. And easier, yeah. So I always wanted to make sure I gave everything I had in those mm-hmm. two finals. But dude, when they were on the same day, that was grueling. Totally. Right? But the intros are what? So I had two styles of intros, right? Like the morning at 8 a.m. in Atlanta intro right. is a slow, there's 10 of us out there. Wake up, good talking, morning. But making the players laugh kind of intro a little bit. There was like a little smoother, quicker style. And then there was the things are building. We're Friday night. We're Saturday, 5 o'clock. We got players on the stage. And now I'm starting to feel it. Now I'm really... But I'm on the stage. But the finals were different. And I always made sure, like, it's funny. They with There was a couple years where they, you should go down for every game. And I'm like, I I do. I stood my ground. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Right. You know, but the bosses would be like, you should... So draining. And I'd be like, dude, no, because it also will take away from... It dilutes it. Like, I have people that, dude... um, Billy uh, Kalinske yeah. stopped me the other day. We were at um, the Norseka. Uh-huh. And, and I, you know, I know who Billy is. Right. We never hung out or know. And he goes, hey, I don't know if you know me. I'm like, oh my God, of course. And he started talking to me about his background, how he got into volleyball. But he goes, I, I watched in Chicago. You are a big part of why I wanted, my brother and I wanted to play. And I was like blown away. He goes, if I ever make a final, like... I need you. Like, it was pretty funny. <laughs> it was pretty cool. But it was like a moment where I was like, man, that means a lot. And yeah, that validated totally. how I felt. Because, listen, I've always said this to everybody. I was a small part of it. I, I loved how people like to pump you up. and But I was a part of it. Right. I needed them. I helped facilitate everything. But I'm not, it's not like I was just running the show and dominating. It was the volleyball carries it. The athletes carry it. But right. if I can make that better... And I think I was doing my yeah. job, but what I wanted to make it was special for the people who got in the finals. Like for me and my ego and where I wanted it to go, it's like, I want them to want to be there because I know they're going to make money and win, but they, right. want, they want that intro too. Totally. Because they told me yeah. that they wanted it. Mm-hmm. So like it was a big deal. Right. So there was different styles of how it's funny you brought that totally. up because it really like, so then it just kind of carried over to like, next thing you know, I'm doing it at weddings. <laughs> so I have to learn wedding like, part of yeah. like every friend I'm like yeah. and I'm just out there crushing people and so then it just became them then it became parties. will you officiate the wedding and now I've done 17 weddings so it's oh, like wow. yeah sometimes I gotta officiate and do the the intros oh jeez dude you're a multitasker dude wedding intros are like that's <laughs> a big so deal you got like, grandma there dude you got people and I am Dropping f bombs and I am unloading on them. Yeah, <laughs> two really different roles. Oh, oh, dude, it's like, yeah. So <laughs> can we now kiss the it's bride. Funny. Let's go. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I, I appreciate you guys bringing that up because I do feel like that was special. And if I looked back on something, I think if you asked players like what was it, they would probably say the, the intros. intros. Yeah, I feel and, like I mean, and I would was, drop stuff in that no one like. For me, it was like I cared about what you think, what he thinks. And like maybe the buddies at home, like I would drop yeah. in stuff that meant nothing to ninety percent right. of those people. Right. But I wasn't afraid to do it. Yeah. I don't care if right. they didn't get it. I, I, I get it was inside. But they baseball. got a sense that it was real. But they real. got a sense that it was, it was real. Something. And then I would also give them something too. Yeah. yeah. But I would drop in that he just won the solstice. You know what I mean? Right, like right, I would right. drop in stuff that <laughs> yeah. no one had a clue or cared about. Yeah. 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 But that right. guy did. Yeah, like about yeah. kids like softball game or something. Yeah, you know? totally, like, dude. And like <laughs> also like people would be like. I'd have players be like, like they could take like a Jay Gibb for instance. Mm-hmm. He would just go up and be like, later down, I think it's Saturday now, four o'clock. He's like, when you said yesterday, Raji had 30, so were you just making, I was, oh yeah, I'm just making up numbers. Like, <laughs> Raji had 338 digs back <laughs> at UCSB in 1995. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it's around there. But, like, yeah, yeah. but dude, if you say that with confidence, that's right. Shit, people oh, are like, yeah. damn, that's on point. <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, how does this guy yeah. know? I mean, uh, listen, like, I would, my, for me, my biggest thing was, and I always tell this to college kids too, because yeah. this goes for my job now. When 
preparation and opportunity meet, mm-hmm. and they will meet, you better be ready to take a hack. Yeah. You better be ready yeah. to go. And that's the whole thing because in life, whether it's business, sports, you're going to get an opportunity, but you've got to be ready, right? Yeah. So me, I was a, I've always been a stat guy. I was always a guy that could, you know, I remember plays. I remember it minor, I remember playing Little League Baseball. Yeah. Like, I remember plays in my Pop Warner Championship game. I remember throwing a pick and then having to chase the guy down and, like, not losing the game. Like, right. I, I remember plays. I remember all of our college matches. Like, I remember the big ones. I remember the losses. I remember certain plays. And back then, I became, like, a role player. I was backing up Matty Unger. So, like, I started to become a – in coaching, I can remember stuff that – I've coached with guys who are like, dude, I cannot believe you remember. Yeah. But, like, I can't remember yesterday, but I remember that stuff. Yeah. That's what helped me because I could tell you – when Todd Rogers was playing an event with Phil in 09, I could tell you that in 1998, he won his first event with Dax against Roberto and Franco in Minnesota. You know why? Because I remember that. I was there. It was one of my yeah. first events. And, it, and they won. Mm-hmm. And both guys were cramping, but they didn't know. So they kept serving Raji, and Dax was about to fall down. But like, <laughs> I remember that. So I could just throw it out. And people were like, you're full of shit. Is that true? I'm like, dude, that is true. Because exactly. like, I, you know, I can tell you that Magic hit the sky hook. And I remember tell you what game it was. I could tell you it was 87. I could tell you it was game four. Right. And I remember Boston won game five. Lakers won game six. They win it. Because I, I, I could bring that up now on a broadcast because I remember it. Yeah. I, I, it's I such think a good skill to have. That's what I don't, it's a curse and a skill, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we I had can't Rich do that on, at all. Um, that's what he was talking about. Yeah. Uh, he was saying that, like, because you're the hype man, six man. Yeah. yeah. And he was just like, this guy will just bring up Dude. the most random stuff. Random. From, like, 30 years ago. <laughs> what, what, what good does it do? I don't know. But, like, in that moment, it's funny, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, people totally. love it. The boys love it. So, like, you just... You know what? You make up a few along the way. Were you like that? <laughs> Don't let the truth get yeah. away from the story. <laughs> right. Were you like that when you were an athlete too? Because I find that, because I have a similar mind in that yeah. like, I can remember really specific plays, specific but like, things. Zon asked me what I did on Saturday and it took me 20 minutes Dude, to remember. Right? <laughs> like, I can remember like play by play from last year's Austin qualifiers. Or selective? I don't know. Like, you I don't think I have either courts, I bet too. Yeah, for sure. Flat. I mean, all those, like, yeah. from when I was a kid, you still remember. Yeah, so just, um, <laughs> you got brain I don't just... know. <laughs> My family would tell you I was like that as a kid. Yeah. Because growing up, they're not surprised what I'm doing now. I didn't have dreams of being a broadcaster. I thought I was going to play for the Lakers and the Dodgers. They didn't know that wasn't going to happen. But I had leagues. I had my little. I had baseball league, a basketball league, and a football league mm-hmm. in my head. I had players. I had drafts. I had it written down in my room. Oh, yeah. I would go out and I would play both sides, and I'd be calling the game hoops, tapping myself on the lawn. <laughs> what I didn't know Tackling was that myself. my neighbor Dolly, God rest her soul, and my mom knew the whole time. They were watching like my brother knew I would take and they'd be like if someone would come over I'd be so bummed like the dude down the street I'd be like oh. I'd be like yeah, so I gotta go to the bathroom real quick I'd go and write the score it's 42 <laughs> I had players names made up names so like I'm that's probably kind of why I'm doing what I'm doing now totally. I didn't know that at the time right. but then your question as an athlete I don't know I think I was a, I mean I was a point guard yeah. you know I was, I was a setter so I think I always had that team component in me that I want to be a part of something yeah. uh, I remember tendencies really well I remember situations not that I could always execute right you know but like I always feel like when I'm watching Laker games I, 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 I can see a ton I'm not a professional guy like the guys who played in the league but I've been around the game long enough and coached it to where I know I see things ah that's a great train you, can, you know what I mean yeah. so I, I don't know how much I'm like that as an athlete but it's definitely been in me for forever you can see that you're like that team guy in the sense that like because hosting obviously I had like a little I mean we're doing this too but um, you really have to be able to step back and not be all about yourself all the time you know and you know, Why do you think I like being interviewed so I can finally talk, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but that's it's true, your opportunity. Right? Yeah, you're like really trying to like, what do they say in that? I took a hosting class. It was, uh, you're, you tee up the person you're with to hit the home run, right? Yes. Something they, like that. They're 100% correct. Right. I learned that really early on. Um, you don't want to hit the home run as the host. Or no. That's your home run. Why is Ernie team. so good on TNT? Ernie drives that show. Right. Yeah. But Ernie's oh, not totally. the star of the show. No. But everyone knows Ernie's the man yeah. on yeah. that show. Well, not including everyone the guys. Yeah, yeah. The guys know that guys they can do it without him. They couldn't do it without right. him. But what's what's really interesting is I learned it early on in my career, but I'll never forget when I got the Laker job and we started to work out the kinks of how that my first year went and where I could get better and what and I remember my boss and I talking about like when we come on the air. 
you're the first face people are going to see. Mm-hmm. So when the Lakers are losing, they might not like that. Like you, but people aren't here to skip you, what your opinion is. Right. They want to hear from James Worthy. His jersey's on the wall. Right. So it was a really quick, it's almost like Pop says, the Spurs have a motto. Get a, we want to get guys that have already gotten over themselves. You better get over yourself. Right. And you're in this business and yeah. you're going to host because it's not about you. But it is in a way that you can drive the show. Mm-hmm. You can, if you want to talk about why that defense is bad, I can pose the question or pose a statement to get right. them going. And then you can, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I've learned, and I think over time, I now have confidence in what I'm saying where I think I can give an opinion on certain issues. Right. Ernie does too. Like, and I always say yeah. Ernie because everyone knows Ernie Johnson, yeah. right? So it, it depends on when. And, and, but it's true. Like, put it on a tee. They're the ones hitting a home run. If they hit a home run, you are as well. That's your You're job. scoring that's a run too. Yeah, exactly. it, it's, it's a, I'm glad that's a perfect way to use it. You mm-hmm. put it on the tee. Let them knock it yeah. out because your job is to make them look good. Right. Like James Worthy's job and Rob Ory and these guys, their job's not to come in three, four hours early and write out the show and script it. And go. that's not their job. Their job is to roll in and have fun. Be themselves. That's our. Be that's when our show's going to be good. Yeah. Right. When they're engaged and mm-hmm. having fun. Not if, not if I am. Right. Right. So I feel like you're always going to be having fun. Yeah, right. So it's like you know, it's like so it's 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 a, it's a great point, and you have to learn that. And it does go back to kind of point guard setter. setter yeah. Mentality of, you're never um, bouncing a ball as a setter. No. But you're setting everything up. Dude, the best guy. I mean, for me, like I learned a ton from 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 Matt Unger. Like he was ahead of me at Northridge, and it's funny. Uh, everyone always talks about a couple years ago when he was. Uh, kind of not really ready to play and I had to get on him a little bit and I was like dude I've been backing you up for 26 years now like unfortunately <laughs> I backed you up in college and then we happened to join the same six men team that's been going for 22 years like <laughs> it's just a bummer for me but here I am I backed you for this like wake up right. let's go you know it was back in our day when we were like but it was funny everybody, I think Richie loves that line too like literally I was like I've backed you up for 26 years Yeah. like that's on me you know what I mean but totally. like but you learn I learned like he was he was never got the credit on our team. We went to the finals in '93. Sealy Player of the Year, Canyon Player of the Year, Figgy, all these guys like great setters. Chip McCall, but Matt's location was unbelievable. But he didn't have their name. He wasn't on the U.S. National B teams. He wasn't right. getting all the All American awards. But we we wouldn't trade him because of what he was for our team. He was the absolute leader, mm-hmm. and that's. What I, I remember watching him and learning from him, he was a year older than me. Yeah. That's what I always appreciated. It's not, he like he would always be like, dude, he'd always be like, Keter, it's our job to get these big goofs going. He'd call them big goofs. Guys on our team. Kenny Lynch, big goof. Guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. just he'd oh yeah, we'd always be pumped, you know. So totally. I just adopt to like when I play now, I mean I am never going, Oh man, my set was so great, that hits itself. No, 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 no. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, no, no. That's like, I mean, all the great teams, I feel like, all the championship yeah. teams have those role players where you're like, for that season, they're like the man. But then, like, once they leave the team, they're not really anyone. It's because that crazy. team is so good at, at, at utilizing that. You know, like, it was like, like that guy Splinter or whatever. What was his name from, from the Spurs? Oh, yeah, where he was Thiago like, Splitter. Yeah. yeah. You <laughs> haven't heard of him. Dude, it's those finals, right? Such <laughs> a great point. But doesn't every team... Like, every team has to, those. Like, I always put it in Lakers' perspective because we were all Laker fans right. and stuff. It's like, But, like, I mean, yes, Shaq and Kobe. Sasha Vujicic uh, back in the day, right? Two big free th- biggest free throws ever in 2010 yeah. to win. But, like, that team needed Luke and Jordan Farmar. Exactly. And, and, and Lamar Odom mm-hmm. and Bynum. And they, you know what I mean? Like, the, the, the Shaq-Kobe teams, I mean, do you get better role players than Rick Fox, Robert Ory, B. Shaw? Derek, Derek Fisher. Fisher. Dude, those guys were vital, yeah, ridiculous. vital yeah. to winning. You don't win, and that's why I think athletes get it. Mm-hmm. Like you get it, right. you get it. When everyone goes, it's his team, it's Tom Brady's team. Well, of course, but like right. you are also not you're not winning it without the center because yeah. that guy's yeah. in the left tackle who saves Tom Brady's ass yeah. fifty five times a year at least. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's it's, just, that's just crazy about volleyball. It's, our team is fifty fifty. Bro, two people. You know, so that's what's amazing. crazy. Yeah, out there. And if you, you can't hide, if you, you can't hide, dude. <laughs> if you try to stack teams, like let's just say the the Phil and Rosie that didn't end up yeah. panning out like yeah. they thought it would, you know, those yeah. two top guys in the world, you really have to like have that perfect connection. Perfect. You only have two people. Yeah. Because if like NBA, we see you can put an all star together team together. It's yeah. not always going to work. Or even the the uh, what 04 um, NBA or uh, 
uh, Olympic team. Olympic team. Richard always says I'm the one guy that got a bronze in U.S. Right. basketball. Like yeah. that team was not a good team. And I'm reading a book now, The Gold Standard by Mike Shashevsky. Yeah. That talks he, about that. Team what they and changed how, from. How he transitioned it and turned it into a real team. A real team. And it's like all this stuff you're talking about. That stuff's so legit. And and, and it's it's true. I think back to like, you know, Karch and Kent. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't best friends off the court, but man, they were good. Yeah. on the court together. Their you winning each, percentage was insane. Insane. You each, and, and that's what always impressed me about Misty and Carey. I mean, what always blew me away was what was different for them was the game had become global at that point, right? Yeah. So they would be in Austria one week, Chicago the next week. And that goes for Lane and all those guys too, but they won 112 straight matches. They won 90 straight matches nice. one time. So, like Jeez. you're going worldwide back and forth and not losing. Like I always respected that they would bounce you in the first, second, and third rounds. Like they were better yeah. and they would crush teams and they didn't mess around yeah. ever. And I was always like, do people have any idea how hard that is? Any idea how hard that is? You guys know it. It goes be, way beyond their talent. It's it's, it's that they were challenged. Else. They held each other accountable. Yeah. They, I think they both didn't want. The other person, they didn't want the other person to play better than them. They were no, challenge- they, they were playing against each other, which I'm learning right now. It's like amazing. Me and Trevor are yeah, competing against each other way more than other teams right now. And like practices. Like, beach volleyball is the easiest sport to bury your partner. Yeah. Know, partner oh, totally. It, it, Just with your body language. Yeah, body, my partner couldn't side out. Like, yep. you, you've seen it. You've mm-hmm. seen body language teams. We won't go into it. Yeah. But you know that team's done. And, 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 and then they, they break up, they stab. Like, that's yeah. what's interesting about the sport where I think people have always thought it could have been a reality show because it really is unlike, there's no GM. You yeah. don't have a president of basketball operations right. calling you. You don't have Jerry West going, yeah. hey, man. You're, you're the president. You, you have to put the whole team together, including <laughs> yeah. your coach, your trainers. like And pay everybody. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, and, and pay them, yeah. It, it, dude, it's, it's like nothing. And in, 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 mm-hmm. in that's where I think... The bet, you know, I always loved Jenny Johnson, Jordan, and Annette Davis. Like they were, first of all, they were fun to watch. They were great personalities. They were awesome competitors. But I never saw them turn on each other one time. Mm-hmm. All the losses to Carrie Misty in their heyday, like there was no blaming. Right. I remember Holly and EY always treating each other like they they those guys were so competitive. Oh yeah. And they were on that streak of losing them too. But you just never saw like. Didn't blame, you know what I mean? I right. always appreciated that. Yeah. I think people tend to, I'm afraid to put it on me. Totally. I'm afraid to look bad. Why don't I bury someone else? And I right. think that's an interesting part of our, of our game. Yeah. Yeah. It's always so interesting, like, after, like, a qualifier. Yeah. Like, oh, like, how'd you do? Oh, my guy couldn't set me. Couldn't set I, know, me. Oh, I didn't know. I, was, I asked about it. Yeah. Him, too. <laughs> yeah. It's so and funny. it's like 90% of the answers when you yeah. ask, like, a team that had just lost, like, yeah. oh, how'd it go? straight to the partner. Okay, like, that doesn't help anyone. Let me ask you guys this, because it was way more... I think they changed it, and I don't remember when, where you would... you would uh, It'd be an advantage to stay together. But back when I was first starting out, breakups were all the time. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge part of our sport, and it was a huge part of talking about it, too. Like, dude, yeah. in the tent, being like, dude, they're done. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> totally. does it happen as much... Anymore. I feel like it, it's still at, happening. At, at the top, it stays mostly the same, especially now with the, with the Olympic push. You have yeah, to yeah, stay yeah. together, but dude, the, the qualifiers, it's just it's speed yeah. dating. Yeah. Every tournament, it's just like, oh, you're staying with them? Like, yeah. Well, we, we were finished one round out. So. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a terrible idea. <laughs> like, like, you build so much off chemistry. And, yeah. And I think you, you got to stick with someone. But the, the point is, take the time in the beginning to pick the right partner. Do yeah. it for the right reasons. Yeah. It's not like, Oh, he's got thirty more points. Yes, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna be two more seeds up. Like, no, play with the person that you first of all enjoy playing with. Yeah, enjoy traveling with because you're with that person so often. You're gonna be miserable by the end of the season if you don't like traveling with them. And the person that compliments your your skills. Yeah. Right. See, this is way too smart of an answer, though. Like, oh, you, my bad. You put too much thought into it. No, I'm saying like <laughs> you're, you're spot on and you're thinking yeah. too. Uh, it's too much of a mature answer, right? Like people don't want to hear that, right? No, but totally. it's so true. Like. You should take your time. They want the reality show. Yeah, you should take your time. And you know what? You should go through the shit yeah. in adversity. You know, I was totally. talking about Laker fans when they'd want to fire this guy. It's always like, dude, get through it. How about get through it instead yeah. of panic yeah. and push a button and start yeah. over every single time? Yeah. Like, fans just want, oh, this guy's trash. He's out. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. really? Like, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna take two weeks out of a season and, and, and 
out of six months and, and, and just focus on that. Like, dude, it's listen, you're gonna have bad beach volleyball tournaments. So I, I like that. I'm yeah. saying it's, I was yeah. joking yeah, yeah, saying yeah, it's no. a mature answer because totally. it's like, listen, the breakups are fun though when you're on the other side of it, right? Like yeah. it's fun to look and go, like when there's a big ass shakedown, it is awesome. Totally. But it's true, like you got to learn to get through. Mm-hmm. The best teams do. Yeah. yeah. The best teams do. I feel like that goes like for all sports cuz I mean you look at like college basketball. Coaches yeah. 2 years and they're done. It's crazy. You look at like Mick Cronin who's now at UCLA, UCLA. like yeah. he was terrible in his first 2 years at Cincinnati and ended up like now he's one of just like six coaches to make what like seven or eight straight NCAA tournaments. Pete Carroll was just, the fourth option just for SC a minute. back then. He was like the the failure Dude, uh, oh, NFL failure. coach. The failure. guy that couldn't coach in the NFL. Couldn't coach. And then Greatest, one of the greatest, greatest college time coaches, so it, yeah. NFL. It's Super true. Bowls. Like that's what I think. The one I know we're jumping all over the place, but that's what also bums me out about the social media age now. As much as I think it enhances and it brings you highlights in real time, I can watch an AVP highlight like yeah. that now. Right. It's amazing. I wish they had it back when I was I was announcing. It also makes for everyone to judge so quick and press that panic button so totally. quick. It doesn't allow Very for adversity or failure. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing with our kids? Like, are we going to panic every time something doesn't work out for them? Are we going to try to make it better for them? You know, the whole college scandal about like, listen, if your kid didn't get into SC, but they got into ASU, totally go to ASU, man. Yeah. Clear the floor. Yeah. Have a good time. Rage. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's okay. And make for, your kid feel proud about that. Dude, it's still great. Yeah, you know? so, I, I, you know, I think beach volleyball is, it's, it's like you said, I mean, you're out there and there's just you and one other person. Yep, yep. I think there we ain't learn, no one else to blame. We learn more, like, I feel like as a person, I would, re- I'm, I feel really grateful of, of the person that I'm going to come out of this sport as, and I don't, like, look at other sports, the glorified sports, and be like, yeah. think that they're going to be better off after all this, you know? Even during, you know, when yep. you check your ego. Yeah. But, like, you learn so much in, in this specific sport, and it is on you. It's all on you. The pressure's on you, but you have to learn how to deal with it, and that's very valuable in, in the long run. In the long run, yeah. and who you are, yeah. and you, your wife, your family, like, mm-hmm. that's what matters, right? right? Like, I mean, I, I know it sounds cliche, but really, I mean, financially, it's great to have financial security because it does relieve a certain... Uh, yeah. Uh, weight on your shoulders uh, it allows you to maybe do some nicer things right. it allows you to send your kids to better schools whatever that is but at the end of the day like you have to have those other core values yeah and all those life experiences you'll, you'll be richer on the other end for it right right, it, right, right. It, it's it's hard to have it all totally because if you have that one thing and you have all the money in the world you could have a whole another set of problems yeah how Just, did you get to that point how do you have to be now do you have to be guarded what if Triborn was so famous that you you know you guys want to walk down the street you couldn't you couldn't even go sit down in a restaurant because everyone want to take pictures with you and everyone you know what I mean yeah. like it's a real thin yeah. line where do you want to focus you know yeah like there's going to be good or bad for either side, right? That all being said, can the money just be a little better? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come on, dog. Can we just have an off-season yeah. where it doesn't have to grind and work a nine-to-fiver? That's all I've ever wanted. I've always said about volleyball. I figured it out, I think, when I was in my mid-20s. I remember when I was first starting the AVP, there used to be a four-man tour, which is unbelievable, men and women. You guys remember that? That's, well, that's yeah. where uh, Carl Henkel Dude. ended up getting picked up by Sinjin. Dude, Sinjin was like, "Oh, this guy's Four killing it. Let's pick up for the Olympics." So rad. Everyone got paid, <laughs> win or lose, win or lose, and you would just rage and have unbelievable four-man battles. Yeah. But but um, <clears throat> I, I I remember guys when they were like 27 years old. I'll never forget Alan Knipe, who was a good player. We used to, you know, coaches Long Beach State men, but we used to play on the same club national team, Paul Mitchell. And we and, and I remember like him having to stop playing. And I remember my buddies at 27, 28 that weren't AVP stars having to stop to go get the real job. And I would always and I I, I remember hitting me in the early two thousands like, man, here's the problem with volleyball. Before you're at your peak, you have to decide whether you can keep playing or not. That's the difference. I just wish they got paid out more to thirteenth, seventeenth, because I think a ninth on the AVP tour. It's hard shit to do, man. Yeah. On the men's side, the women's side, it's a battle to get a ninth. You won three matches if you're in ninth. Usually, back in the day when it's 32. Against the top seed. Dude, so... You had to play a top seed. That's what bummed me out. The the top top could, could, could survive, could make good money, could get good sponsors, could could not have a job in the off season, could buy a house, but those people getting 13th, that yeah. are in main draws, that's what always has bummed me out about sport. That's the one, if I had a wish, yeah. and I could say, what would it be for beach volleyball? It'd be that 
all the people that are on the tour, there was there was real money for them. Yeah. yeah. Where, where you could you could really, because because they deserve it just like I'm sorry. Totally. They do, man. The guy mm-hmm. the guy take a ninth, the girl take a ninth. That's a that's not easy, dude. No. Yeah. That's not easy. Not at all. Gee, we got to get you out of we here. We do. Back to is this it work studio. time? Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely work time. Dude, when's part two? <laughs> oh, let's run it let's back. Go. Let's run it back, dude. dude Whenever you're ready. I just, I just babble in these things, dude. I get going when I, when I like people. It's I hard for me to end. It's not like people man. like you guys, dude. <laughs> now you got all like you got fifty more questions. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Dude, well, let's I know. run no, it back. Listen, part what two. I like, I mean, I just love talking about it. Like I love mm-hmm. talking about our sport. And like I said, you know, hey, when you're in the host here, no one's interviewing you. So this is my time <laughs> yeah. to get out there. Yeah. Yeah. Time let's shine. go. The blue couch. To those fans that didn't like me, suck it. No, dude. Thanks for having me, guys. And uh, let's run it back for sure. Totally. Yeah, heck yeah. We'll uh, we'll have to get you on before Lakers start up again. Yeah. So. And you know what? I want to come on with somebody. I'll try not oh, yeah. to steal their thunder, but that's always fun. Too. Ooh, yeah. let's do that. Hundred percent. Done. You know, Maybe throw back some Conan Bruce. Next time, I'm gonna try the IPA. Okay. Honolulu IPA. IPA. You got um, it. Do you follow Richie on? Obviously, you follow Richie on on social. Lambo. Oh, yeah. yeah. He does Should we man, get him the, on the here Mondays, with you? the Man Mondays. <laughs> oh yeah. Totally. Dude, he did one on me. It was like the greatest thing of all time. I'm like, can you save that? My kids are watching. <laughs> that. So, yeah. How bummed is Richie right now? Oh, he's huge. Young. We didn't even talk about snow volleyball. I'm bummed, dude. I wanted to talk yeah, about well, that. Round two. We gotta save some material. You Next time, we gotta go get paid. Yeah, I gotta go get paid. <laughs> Thanks, bro. I, I appreciate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Running it back for sure. Peace. Shoot. Shoot.